Funding for WPLN News comes from you, our listeners, and Bernstein Private Wealth, working with creators and innovators to invest with intention and build the legacy they want to leave behind. More at Bernstein.com. I'm Khalil A. Colonna, and this is Nashville. Today, Madison is home to new restaurants, new bars, and a whole lot of people who used to live near Five Points. It's also home to a roller rink with an international reputation. A few times a month, we're going to take you out into the city with us to show you an ordinary street corner, a vacant grocery store, a side of an office building. Now, I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound very exciting. Our goal is to take you back in time, to bring our history to life, to show what our city has been. Today, we're dropping a pin at 119 Gleave Street in Madison. Like so many iconic spots in this town, the Rivergate Skate Center is located between two strip malls, tucked away just off Gallatin Pike and Rivergate Parkway. It's a long, flat building. At first glance, it looks like it could be a car repair shop or a really wide garage. The sign outside is fairly plain, and in many ways, this neighborhood staple hasn't changed much since it first opened in October 1978. We'll let our senior producer, Steve Harouche, take it from here. In the waning days of the disco era, all you really needed to have a good time was a smooth wood floor, big speakers, and plenty of flashing neon lights. And Rivergate Skate Center had all of that. I was blown away by the sound system, by the lights, uh, you know, coming in here. It's something I've never experienced. That's so Dale that was, Weaver. Uh, he was a teenager back in 1978, and he's been skating here ever since. We didn't have the things that the kids have to do these days, so this was pretty much the only thing that we had to do. This was the place. I mean, you would have people lined up down the sidewalk, almost to the end of the building, waiting to get in. That was every Friday and Saturday night. And it doesn't take much to bring him back to those days. Uh, the, the Michael Jackson, don't stop till you get enough. When I hear those songs on the radio, it makes me just want to put my skates on and start skating. Probably every couple of months they would do a, a dance skate competition. So you had people that would really practice their moves and Today, I see a lot of the people copying and doing the same things, but back then, everybody had a unique style, and that was, that was a lot of fun. You might call that era peak roller skating. The late 70s was a, was a great time to be roller skating, right at the end of the disco era, so the music was fabulous. Although I didn't realize it back then how much it was going to mean to me being part of that. Back in the late 70s, this location was just a big lot with a small house. Until one man came along, bought the property, and tore down the house. His name is L.R. Brown, and he's kind of a legend in the skate world. Jason Cockrum is the current owner of the skate rink. He worked alongside L.R. Brown for decades, learning the trade and becoming general manager here in 2004. We go to conventions every year, and, and I noticed from my first convention with him that he was so well-respected in the industry. You're probably too young to remember E.F. Hutton commercials. When E.F. Hutton speaks, everybody listens. Well, when L.R. Brown spoke, everybody listened. And that wasn't just because he already owned multiple skate rinks in Alabama and Tennessee by that point. 
LR was the kind of guy who would dig out a six-foot incline by hand, literally. That's what he did to clear the way for building the Rivergate Skate Center. This place did so well, so fast, that within just a few years, LR opened another location in Brentwood, then in Smyrna. And even though he did well enough to drive a Mercedes around town, he also kept a pair of old skates in the car, just in case. Yeah, he just had them in the trunk, and he'd probably break them out once or twice a year if one of the one of the rink managers said, hey, I think our floor needs to be recoded. And, and he would skate on it and say, yeah, I think it's ready. That floor is made of northern rock maple. Has to be northern. This is what I've heard from LR, that that wood is more dense because it's colder up there. In theory, it should last forever, as long as it's properly maintained. But sometime in the 90s, termites started eating away at the floor here in Rivergate, and it had to be replaced. The floor isn't the only thing that's changed. Jason takes out a binder of photos from the old days. One picture shows a black contraption on the ceiling that spirals out about 15 feet in every direction from the center. Yeah, that was called spider lights. Um, those, those are gone. And then they had the old fluorescent black light bulbs. We have LED black lights now. Uh, you know, everything's LED. So there's less neon than there used to be, a lot less. And they replaced the original speakers just a few years ago. I don't know that everything, anything will ever sound as good as those did. Those were, those were amazing. But the skate rental window, the concession stand, the DJ booth, they're all in the same spots. And by and large, it looks pretty much the same as it did in 1978. You might call this place timeless. And back in the party room, Jason tells me that L.R. Brown's designs have done more than just stand the test of time. Um, his rinks are some of the, not trying to brag, his rinks are some of the nicest in the country, and uh, people come from all over to see them. As far away as California, England, and Australia. But it's really the locals who keep this place going. I have a couple that are in their 70s that get out there and skate like they're 20. People from all walks of life, they, they come together and they say all the time, I get to leave all my stress outside the door and I just come roll and I feel free and I... It's like my therapy every week. Note, this claim has not been evaluated by a psychologist. But for locals like Dale Weaver, whether it counts as therapy or not, this place is special. This is where I've got my first girlfriend, my first kiss. <laughs> that may be going too far, but this, this, what I, this is just part of the memories that this place brings. Places like these don't always survive the kind of rapid growth our city and region is experiencing right now. This town has changed it's so much, and it just, um, like I said, we're lucky that this place survived. Uh, it's, this is part of my history, and, you know, to, to, to be able to, uh, to think back of the memories I had here and to still be able to come and enjoy that, that just means the world to me. And with that, I hand the recorder to Dale's 10-year-old son, Zayden, and they head out onto the floor together, skating side by side. All right, we're going to do a couple of laps out here and bring back some old memories from the 1970s, 1979, and 1980. So you've only been doing this a couple of years. What are your thoughts on, on coming out skating? Like, the best feeling ever? When I have you, it's much way funner. So do you think you'll be doing this 30 or 40 years from now? Do you think you will pass this down to your kids 20 or 30 years from now? Um, yeah, definitely. I'll teach them the basics, like how you did me. And if you're still alive, um, 
I, I would try to get you out here to teach them as well. That came to us from This Is Nashville senior producer Steve Harouche. Now, let's take a short break and listen to some classic roller skating music. This is a roller skating jam named Saturdays from De La Soul. When we come back, we'll meet some local skaters who are masters of the rink and learn how they roll and bounce. Are you a roller skater? What do you love about skating? Tweet us at This Is Nashville. We'll be right back. All we need is feet. But promote the hustle because it keeps me thin. No need to talk. Look, just walk in. Yes, man. So take the wham on this Mr. Sprinkler, Mr. Sprinkler, wet me for one, Mr. Sprinkler. I'm heating high five and a day's no split. With the yarn, I trip to the dawn. Out comes the bodies following the one idea. It's clear. Rattle to the roll. Hold back up the track. Grab your roller skates, y'all. And let's zip on by. Zippity do it. Let's zip on by. I'm Khalil A. Colonna, and this is Nashville. Heading out to the roller rink is a good time enjoyed by all kinds of people. At the rink, you'll see people jam, dip, dance, and spin. There's a freedom of movement and expression. What you wear is not important. Even people in suits can get down. You remember that scene from Xanadu, right? Roller skating saw a bit of a resurgence during the pandemic. Remember all those viral videos? But don't call it a comeback. As we heard before the break, the Rivergate Skate Center has been hopping for decades. Now, let's talk to a seasoned skater who knows this spot well. I'd like to introduce Charles Sneed, who is a regular at the Rivergate Skate Center. Thank you, for Charles, for being here. Welcome to This Is Nashville. Man, I appreciate you having me out here. This is great. So, you know, yeah. I know you've been skating for a minute. Tell me, how often are you hitting the rink? So, um, used to, used to be every Sunday. Every Sunday, well, you're telling my age. Let me go back. So, back in the day in my teen years or my preteen years, it was skating on Saturdays. Okay. And you would skate from 8 p.m. to 12 p.m. 12 a.m. and you dance from 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. Oh, wow. And that's the time you connect with your girlfriend or whatever your significant other is and till your mama call you and say, hey, Charles, your mama outside. <laughs> and then that's, we'll fast forward. So an adult, Sunday nights is, was a skating rink thing for us. And now it's Tuesdays. It's Sunday and Tuesdays. Uh, Sunday's old school skating, but Tuesdays are more your millennials. Um, and you just, just have a great time. Okay, now I don't want you to fully divulge your age and things, okay. but... That's fine. You were talking about how long have you been skating? You said your teen years. So what was the popular television show at the time? Well, let's go. Well, I've been skating since I was seven. Okay. So my parents and my aunties taught me how to skate. So, well, back in the day, it was different strokes. <laughs> uh, family ties. Family ties. Oh, yeah. Gilligan Island. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. I remember. So what was it like as you were learning how to skate? It was a family activity. Everybody just grabbed you and said, come on, we getting out here. Yeah. And I always uh, and I always wanted to skate with the adults. OK. So it kind of like let me learn a little earlier, faster. So on Saturdays, I was kind of like the talk of the skate ring because I was skating like an adult at, at a young age. Mm -hmm. And um, 
skating was just a, not just family, but it, it skating was a, just a safe place for us to hang out. It kept us out of trouble. What was the vibe like? Oh, the vibe. In those days? Uh, great music, great friends. You meet new people. You're learning new routines. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's all over. It's, it's people from different cities now. The culture is different. It's um, Memphis, Atlanta, California. Not too many Nashvillians out there anymore. So it's different cultures, different cities, learning each other's style and appreciating and respecting each other's style and craft. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What do you like better about the scene now as opposed to what it was like, you know, when you were in your teens going out on your own? Great question. What I love about it now is old school want to learn new school and new school want to learn old school. Okay. And which bridge the gap. Okay. So there's no generational divides. No. Boomer, boomers and millennials aren't coming yeah. after each other. Up to 80 years old, they want to learn what the new school is doing. Okay. So, you know, people are familiar with theme nights. You mentioned adult night. What other theme nights are there at this skating rink? Uh, there is family night on Thursdays. A retro night. Family night on Fem- Thursdays, uh-huh. a retro night where they play all the old school jams and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorites, we don't play it on Sundays, but if I go on a Thursday or I go to Brentwood, one of my favorite old school songs is uh, Journey, Open Arms. Oh, wow. That's a, like a perfect roller skating song. Classic, classic old school slow jam. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's the only I could, old school. And uh, they still have the teenage nights and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Now, my next guest is another roller skating enthusiast who helps bring fellow skaters together. Heather Frazier is the co-administrator of Skate Nashville, and she joins us now. Heather, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. So I understand that you spent a lot of time of your youth at Rivergate. You even... Had a party in one of the rooms, right? Yes. I talk a lot about my seventh birthday at the rink. Uh, it was the great ice storm of 92. Okay. And the only people there were like my mean neighbor and me and my family. But uh, my dad was a really good skater. So we just had a blast with the whole floor to ourselves. It was definitely memorable. What was that really an important place for your childhood being at oh, Rivergate? Totally. That place was just fun. I mean, it's still like you go in. And like Charles said, it's so similar to the way it was when I was a kid. They still have like the silly fun carpet. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, all the games and the lights. It's just, it is so hard to be sad at the skating rink. Do you still go? Yes. What nights do you attend? Uh, I go Thursdays, my one regular night. And then I try to go to an adult night if I can swing it. Sundays and Tuesdays. Sundays and Tuesdays. Uh, You have kids, right? Yes. You're teaching them the the love and art of roller skating, I could imagine. He skates. He loves it. He gets down. Yes. My dad taught me to skate, so I kind of felt like I had to teach him. He can't ride a bike, but he can roller skate. Okay. So, (laughs) you know, I want to hear more about the community. You know, like, does the skateboarding, does the skate roller skating community, pardon me, does that really welcome people with open arms besides, like, people who have fallen down and need help up? Yeah, I think there's definitely a respect there in the community. I mean, like, you're going several times a week. People see you putting in the work. I don't think it matters if you're the best or, you know, what you're doing. Even if you're mildly good at it, you could be terrible. I think people still appreciate that you're putting in the work. You know, there's, like Charles said also, it's like there's the respect there with Mm -hmm. each other. I think that's what makes the community so great and why I love it so much. Charles? I agree. I agree with her. I think it's, uh, uh, well, what happens, what's so funny is this. A lot of people come just to watch. 
Okay. For me, I can't pay $14 just to sit down. <laughs> but the thing about it is this. It makes you want to skate. So they, they make, it gives you the encouragement, I'm going to get on the floor. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the number one of the golden rules of skating is all faster skaters on the outside, non-skaters on the inside, so you won't get hurt. But, yeah, I agree. It, it, it makes you want to skate. And eventually, weeks of time, then you, then you, as you go every week, you get better and better. I, two guys I trained, and they better than me. That's wow. what I tell everybody. It's just practice. It's practice, it's, yeah. That's, I mean, people don't really want to hear it, but it's like you just got to do it. That's all there is to it. Okay, now you mentioned this unwritten rule. Faster skaters on the edges and the perimeter slower, more novice skaters are on the inside. What are some other unwritten rules of heading to the school? Inside is also meant for people that are working on jam moves. That's a big spot. That's a big spot for that. It's like either if you're kind of getting your bearings on the skates, no pun intended. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you're getting used to being on the floor, you're new. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It's a good space for you to like to learn things, but also people in the middle are working on spins floor moves that it's yes. a lot like break dancing. So it's really, that's one of the f- greatest things about the rink. Okay, you said something that I really want to ask about. I have been to a few roller rinks in my day, and I've seen been I've been seeing people pull off all sorts of different really funky moves and styles. They look really cool. I have no idea what they are. Hopefully you all can help me and our listeners out. Let's, let's start with you, Charles. What are some of your favorite moves to do out there on well, the floor? Well, the difference, well, I'm a, I, I, love to, I love to skate backwards, but my generation, we do, we do routines. Okay. So most of our routines are side skate. I can, y'all can't see me because I'm on the radio, but usually it's, it's side skating, more dance routines mm-hmm. versus the coffin or split. What's or, a coffin? I let my friend. <laughs> it's a actually a 74-year-old man inspired me to do this. I'm 38. <laughs> All right. And was convinced I couldn't do it until I saw this man do it and was like, I have no excuse. And he's amazing, Dr. Charles. Just going to shout him out real quick. Uh, yes, right. <laughs> but uh, a coffin is a low move where you go on one foot mm-hmm. and then one foot swings behind you and you're almost in like a seated lay down position. Right. What? So you're just like lying on the floor and going around curves. It's like I can get down, but I was telling him I can't get out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you how to get up. <laughs> I don't think your United Healthcare pays for that. No, no, no. There's also like shooting the duck. That's right. another popular another, like yeah. one foot move where you get down and you you go on one foot and you pull the other foot out in front of you. So it I've looks like that. you're like yeah. aiming your leg. I have That's seen that. One. Okay. So because these moves are pretty intense. Yeah. That's really awesome. Now, if you're just tuning in, this is Nashville, and I'm your host, Khalil Lake We're talking this hour about our city's roller scene with Charles Sneed and Heather Frazier. Are you a roller skater? If so, tweet us your comments at this is Nashville. Okay, so Charles, tell me, what's the difference between like jam skating and dance skating? Well, you can pick it back. You can pick it back. I mean, jam skating is more footwork, leg work, uh, splits, spins. Uh, it's just, it's, it's dance. What we do is, like I said, we just do different routines that configures the whole body. Jam skating does as well, but it's a little more intense. Okay, tell me about some of these routines. Like, so what the are routines, they? have you seen roll, and ba- roll bounce? Oh, yes, I have. Uh, that, so those type of routines, uh, uh, dance moves, uh, I I just have to show you. Oh, I you can't call really it explain. like shuffle skating shuffle or trucking. Skate. Yeah, okay. trucking. Yeah, trucking is definitely, you have to be in shape for trucking, but yeah. Yeah, I'm sure this all gets you in pretty good shape. Yeah. Uh, now, what are there specific songs 
per routine. Oh, like absolutely. we heard, we heard Michael Jackson, "Don't Stop Till You Get That's Enough." That's a classic. Are you all doing a specific, a specific routine for That's that? That's a popular one. Oh, blow the whistle. That's my song. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle is a popular one. Uh, Lose control, Missy Elliott. Okay. Um, so it's not just disco songs; it's songs from all over. Oh, no. From old school up to new school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But Blow the Whistle is definitely everybody's favorite. I know. I always think of that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, Heather, And then Rock Your Hips. Rock Your Hips. Yep. Okay. Hip, yep. That's the slow walk song. That's the, the slow walk the, song. The, the Cupid Shuffle. They play yeah, that sometimes. They, they, yeah, sometimes. I but that on occasion. Every now and then. I'm just <laughs> interesting. Like, how do you electric slide on roller skates if possible? You, if you're scared, you can do it. You adapt. Yeah. <laughs> you figure yeah. it out. You just, when, you, when you do routines <laughs> like that, it's so much of uh, you pretty much walking. Yeah. Or stepping okay. instead of doing a lot of okay. the riffs that you see us do. You know what I really, I love how how easy you both make this sound because I, as we were prepping for the show, I was telling my producers, I've been pretty much able to do anything I've wanted athletically my entire life. I can watch it and immediately do it from barely walking up until this day. The two things I've always struggled with, double dutch and roller skating. And you all are like, this is easy. I was born with skates. Well, you know what the difference, I don't know about her, but for me, as I got older, I like a speed skate better than a regular boot skate. Like, I I, I broke my skates, but at the skating rink, they have two different types of skates. You have the boot, which mm-hmm. is too heavy for me because I can't do the routines because the boot is so heavy for me to lift my leg. Mm-hmm. But the speed skate is lighter. It protects my ankle, and I'm able to shuffle a little bit more. See, that's what I started out in was the speed skate. And then as I was doing more jam moves and wanted, I was doing spins and I wanted more support around my ankles and I moved up to the boot. to the tall boot for okay. the support. So it's funny. It's like what you, you need different things out of your skates for the different things you're doing on them. Well, that's some serious business. <laughs> Heather, what's your favorite skate style? Oh. <sighs> I don't know that I could pick. <laughs> I love I love all, all the styles. Them, yeah. Like I mean, I like to learn the jam moves. Spins are something I'm constantly trying to get right. I feel like I never spin the same way twice, but I love it all. I mean, I like I like to see the JB skaters. Mm-hmm. I can't do it, but I love to see it. <laughs> I'm like I just uh, I've got a lot of friends at the rink that are just amazing that blow my mind with their moves like T Stacks. He's on Instagram. Right. He's one of the best in the country. I'll say it world. Yeah. T Stacks <laughs> is one of the best in the country. He's, he's traveled. Oh, he's, he's well known. So fun to watch. I recommend if anybody's listening, look up T Stacks. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a local right here. Yes. He's yeah. like top yes, but, 10 in the world. But he's skating all over, over the, the place. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he's so nice and, and very so humble. humble. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's one of the things. It's like most of the people around the rink, I just, I love them all. That's something <laughs> else. You know, how is the scene different here than other cities and other places you all have been to? Heather? Uh, well, I can't really speak to that as I've not really skated many other places. I went to one rink recently in Alabama. I won't say which one, but I was just like, ooh, my mm. rink is way nicer. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, that- I don't want to be a rink snob, but we have been kind of spoiled with our rinks. <laughs> right. They are very, very nice facilities. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with Heather. Nice floors. Nice floors. I mean, yeah, I agree. I've been uh, to a few outside, and I think Rivergate is one of the best ones. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. You know, I, I just want to let the listeners know, we did invite T-Stacks to the show to be on this episode, but unfortunately he could not make it. But, you know, so you mentioned something earlier, Charles, about Nashville being this melting pot yeah. of different styles. What is... Talk to me about that vibe. You got people, like, what are the styles that are different in Memphis or Atlanta or New York? What are they bringing here? Well, like what Heather's talking about with uh, the, uh, 
the jam or the shuffle or... Gonna say, would you say JB's out JB, of Chicago? Chicago, yes. The but, JB's, what's that? James Brown. It's like footwork, traveling footwork. Oh wow, Ooh, it's the bomb! I mean, it's a it really, it's really stuff. yeah, yeah. Um, and really, I don't know if Heather can say this, but it seemed like skating became popular 20, 20 years ago. So like it just came back on the scene, and everybody wanted to skate. I feel like the uh, COVID. I hate to keep yeah. saying it, but like COVID, the quarantine, and the internet sort of. I think. A lot of uh, like influencers, I feel like, were a big part of skating kind of blowing up. I feel like people seeing a lot of the Venice Beach skaters right. mm-hmm. and seeing them do all this cool stuff. And you're like, wow. I think that kind of opened a lot of people's minds up to maybe I could do that. And another thing is different. The, the footwork is different. The shuffles are different. The routines are different. And you just be so amazed. Be like, I want to learn that. Mm-hmm. You know, I live in Los Angeles and there's this iconic image. I've seen it many times in Venice Beach of the person on their roller skates weaving in and out of traffic right. of people, mm-hmm. but they have like a boom box on their shoulder and things. Yes. And like people who can skate well just seem so naturally cool. Yeah, is it, that is that what drew you to it a little bit? Uh, I mean, I think more in adulthood, a lot of the moves now, but I mean... As a kid, I'm like, we were not worried about being cool. It's just kind of, <laughs> I think my big concern with is being, a ch- when I started skating, was just going fast. Yeah. It's like, all I could do was like cross over one foot. And I thought that was, that was my jam. Like, Look what <laughs> and I that made do. you cool at seven years old. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right. So when you, when you kind of like skating like an adult, as a young kid, people are like, oh my God, they can skate. But yeah, we just love the group, love the groove. We just, it was just a fun thing to do. You know, Charles, as a representative of the old school. Yes, sir. You know, what do you want people to know about the roller skating scene here? What I would like for people to know about the roller skating here. Um, what you mentioned earlier is definitely a melting pot. It's a definitely uh, culture shift. Uh, it's becoming more relevant, more just unified unified, just a family atmosphere. Uh, and it's different. It's just, it makes you, when you, I invite everybody to come on, uh, was it Brentwood or Rivergate? Um, come on a Thursday or Sunday or Tuesday and you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So what's your advice to someone who is thinking about lacing up skates for the first time? Honestly, don't laugh at me, Heather. I recommend you come on a kid's night, like a Thursday night when it's not as crowded. I've told people the same thing. Like yeah. kids' sessions are a good starting a ground. good place to start. So, and some, so only the kids will laugh at you when you fall. Nah, <laughs> well, nah. I mean, they're laughing at you anyways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. They fall in this well. We'll we'll start you on a little child stroller. I'm just playing, we ain't gonna do that. But no, I'd recommend and then have a couple of people with you that know how to skate. And then I give it about four give them about four weeks. You should be but what happens is this though. When they see people like Heather or myself skate, they want to immediately want to start jamming. They immediately want to start skating backwards. They immediately want to start doing the routines. You don't even know how to skate forward yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's do foundational skating first. Yeah, people don't often want to hear that. No. <laughs> they want to, which is understandable. You want to do all the fun stuff. Yeah. It's like you don't want to be all, you know, baby deer legs at the rink every week. You want to be, you know, strutting. Because so, cause the thing about it is once you fall and hit that floor... It is. It's the floor, and you're falling on skates sometimes at high velocity. I was about to ask you both, 
How accustomed do you have to get to falling down? When I started back, I invested in pads. And I tell everybody that if you're really nervous about it, starting back, you're a beginner, get you a good set of pads. I got a good set, about $35. It came with knees, elbows, wrists. And I wore those a lot when I was beginning because I took a lot of spills when I was, I mean, I still take spills, but now I'm comfortable enough. I don't feel like I have to wear them as often, but it's a nice, it makes you feel more comfortable to try new things. I have some friends who are regular skaters and their skates are tricked out. I'm talking about glowing lights in the wheels. And I saw a pair of Air Jordan skates. Charles, tell me about yours. You said you broke them. I broke them, yeah. I had a, I had just a basic black, uh, mine like Adidas. I had Adidas, a pair of Adidas uh, skate, roller skates. I got it for my birthday. My wife gave them my birthday years ago, and they finally broke. So, yeah, you see everything from the, the wheels lighting up, the neon colors. Even some little ladies, they have the big, uh, what is it, the ring balls? The fluffy the balls? The pom-poms. The pom-poms, yeah. On the top? On the top. Yeah. Oh, I always had to have the pom-poms when I was a kid. Yeah. It's like, what are your skates like now, Heather? My skates now, I have a Jack 2 boot that I love. It's got a little leopard print. It's a black and blue combo. I've got my favorite wheels on them. They're like multicolored hard wheels for spins and things. I just, I love those skates. That's awesome. Well, I want to thank my guest, Charles Sneed, for being here. He is a pro and veteran skater. Thank you so much for being with us today, my friend. Oh, you're welcome, sir. Heather Frazier will stay with us through the break, but let's go out with the classic roller skating song, Bounce Rock Skate by Vaughn Mason and crew. When we come back, we'll head out of the rink and check out some different styles of roller skating. We're talking about ramps and trails. Are you an outside skater? Tweet us at This Is Nashville. We'll be right back. Khalil Colonna, and this is Nashville. 
Roller skating is a ton of fun on eight wheels. Now, before the break, we heard about rink skating culture here in our city and how it fosters community. Now, let's look at some of the other ways people who love to skate get their roll on. We're talking trails and even a half-pipe ramp? My next guests are here to bring us in the loop. I'd like to introduce longtime skater Cara Robin and newest Cara Robin and newer skater Loren Fernandez to the show. Cara, Loren, Loren, thank you for being with us. Welcome to This Is Nashville. Hi. Thank you for having us. So, Cara, I understand that you've been skating since you were a kid, mm -hmm. but over the past few years, you've become an avid skate park skater. Yes. What do you enjoy the most about hitting the skate park to do your thing? I like feeling free and it, just the freedom, really. The freedom yes. of hitting up the skate park as opposed to the rink. Mm -hmm. So f describe a typical skate park for people who aren't familiar with it. Uh, <clears throat> skate park consists of like banks and ramps and rails and half pipes and, you know, anything that you can jump on, jump off, jump over, okay. slide on. Okay, it's right. So I imagine you're sharing the space with skateboarders a yes. lot. What are the interactions with them like? Uh, honestly, pretty friendly. Yeah. The they're usually pretty friendly. Are they kind of like you wow out on each other's tricks? Yeah, definitely. I can only imagine that, you know, you're attempting and pulling off some of these pretty cool tricks. What are some of the tricks you enjoy doing? Uh, I really like doing spins, like 360s. Um, so you do that like jumping in the air and I like doing stalls and grinds and slides. Yeah. Do you do any ramp activities? Yeah, like just jumping, getting high air. It's great. High yeah. air? Like how high? Are you getting? Uh, I don't know. Like, depends on the size of the ramp that you're jumping off. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine. Well, how long did it take you to master some of those? Um, so I started skate park skating in 2020. It was a quarantine pickup. Um, before that, I was just skating at the rink and outside, like trail skating, parking lot skating, that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like I went really hard into it. And I would skate like six to eight hours a day. And wow. Yeah, um, it was definitely like a lot of therapy for me because, mm. you know, uh, there was so much stuff going on in the world and getting out and being able to like, I don't know, actually interact with people because <laughs> you're outside most of the time. Mm -hmm. It was nice. You know, I'm, I, I see the d obvious difference between skating in a rink, closed yes. space, most of the time it's dark and what have you, as opposed to being outside where you got the sun reflecting yes. and air and what have you. In those differences, do you still go to rinks sometimes? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So it's just skating in general, skating however you can general. get it done. Anyway, parking lot, pavilion, trail, rink, I'm here for it. The mall, maybe? No. That's not that would be mall. nice. That would be nice. I, I would do it. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, Loren, I understand you just got into skating during the pandemic, right? Yeah, relatively recently. I had... Um, I had picked it up, or rather, let me rephrase this, I had decided to start skating in the pandemic, and then it took about a year and a half to figure out what skates I wanted, exactly what type of skating. One of those people uh, measured 20 times, cut once kind of thing. Gotcha. So I wasn't ready to pull the trigger on what I wanted until I was absolutely positively sure that I reviewed everything constantly. Okay. Um, so you did all of your assessments. Mm -hmm. You got the skates that you wanted. Exactly that. Totally approved. Yep. What was it like the first time you took a ride on this? It was a nightmare. It was exactly as dangerous as it seems. It was chaos. I had no plan in mind. I was not prepared. And it was 
I immediately went back. It was everything that I wanted all at the same time. Did you have the proper padding and things? Yeah, with yeah. You? And I fell constantly. So yes, please wear your pads. It's exactly as important as Heather said. All right. So you've been at it for a while. You've obviously obviously mm-hmm. mastered and gotten a lot better. Do you hit up the skate parks and attempt tricks like yes, Carla? Yes. Uh, I was. We were just discussing a little bit out there. Uh, I had my first major fall. It's still bruised on my hip. It's mm-hmm. everything. I'm official now. I'm a real skater. And yeah, my hip still clicks a little bit. So it's, but that's part of the thing. It's part of the learning process. You will fall. You will hopefully not injure yourself, but you will fall and you will take those bumps and bruises and you will progress. But it's about that dedication, right? I remember once hearing Jerry Seinfeld say that he was motivated by watching skateboarders Mm -hmm. because they would get out there, they would try these tricks, they would fall, but they kept getting back up Mm -hmm. and they kept at it. What type of thrill does going through that motion of trying to master something, what type of thrill does that give you? There's something to be said about the nature of progress in which you couldn't do it. This is something you like effectively could not accomplish and then to suddenly master it or to suddenly accomplish it and then to do it again and then to do it again yet again. Uh, I don't think there are very many things or even skills outside of these more like uh, danger, these wheeled activities that are like that. that you can jump and then you fall and then you jump again and you master it. Yeah, there is, thrill is not the right word. It's almost euphoric in that way. There's, there's, there's I think there's also something to be said about having mastered something, mm-hmm. but making sure you still do things the proper way exactly. because you can surprise yourself. I'm wondering, and Carla, tell me, have you ever attempted a trick that you've mastered and you had down, but you didn't do it the, quite the right way and you paid for it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there's something to be said about Again, paying attention and sticking to the proper protocols, mm-hmm. right? Well, well, you know, Lorraine, tell me, what, what do you really love about roller skating? I like that it is... So I'm a prim- primarily trail skating. Obviously, I like the freedom of it. I like the fact that I can do the things that I want to do on skates and just really enjoy it. But I like what it, it kind of what it inspires in others. I like that it's open to everyone. You just pick up skates, get on them, go do the thing, figure out what type of skating you want to do. It's the most I don't I don't know what you would call it uh, universal of activities that I've seen. Anyone can skate. Just have to figure out what type of skating they want to do. It's it's very inviting in that way. Mm. Now, Heather Frazier, co-administrator of Skate Nashville, is still with us. Heather, thank you again for being with us today. Thanks for having me. You know, where are the there's where are where are the skaters in this community? You know, because there's plenty of them. People, you helped to organize Skate Nashville. I understand it. You didn't create the group, but can you tell us a little bit about what you all do there? Absolutely. Uh, well, we're a volunteer-run group. Uh, you don't have to pay anything. All of our meetups are free. Uh, I started going to the meetups kind of at the end of quarantine, and I didn't know anybody. I was <laughs> so nervous. I just looked for people with skates, and then I got out of my car. <laughs> but everybody was so friendly and so nice, and I started making connections in the group. That's actually how I met Kara here, and Kara actually taught me a lot of my stuff that got me into the skate park because she was so wonderful. But um, we have meetups. We usually have a couple of months uh, at different places. So if you just follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you can find out when and where those take place. We've got a really fun one happening at a skate park in another month where we're going to skate around and hit up wave country. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, uh, 
we always tell everybody they are uh, all wheels welcome, all skills welcome. So you can come and be a beginner. You can be more advanced. I mean, anything. I mean, we don't care. We try to take all that into consideration when we're planning events. And we welcome everybody. That's been one of the big things of our group is that we just welcome everybody. And if, if you're not cool, if you're not nice, then you don't have to come to our meetups. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of, you know, be cool or leave. What happens during the meetup? <laughs> uh, we, well, we play music. Uh we skate around. Uh, sometimes we do different things. Sometimes we'll, uh, like we just recently did a little city route, which we're going to do again this weekend. We're going to skate out of Centennial Park and up through the neighborhood in Vanderbilt as part of Worldwide Rollout Day, where we uh, roll to a race hate. It's kind of a chance for us all to be together and uh, skate and, you know, just include everybody. So we're going to do that Sunday, but we uh, will roll up around the city. Sometimes we just roll around under a pavilion. Depends on the weather. Uh, sometimes we do dancey stuff. Sometimes we have meetups where we go to the skate park or the pump track, or we try and do different things to kind of switch it up so we're not doing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. If you're just tuning in, this is Nashville, and I'm your host, Kalia Lekalona. We're talking this hour about the roller skating scene in our city. What is your favorite style of roller skating? You can join the conversation and tweet us at This Is Nashville. Now, I'd, I'd like to bring in another local skater who's picked up the sport recently, Theo Evans. Thanks for being here and welcome to This Is Nashville. Theo, you're with us. Can I hear you? Can you hear me? We're going to try to get a connection going on there. Okay, so... Yes, I'm with you guys. Awesome. I, the connection went in and out. Okay, but we got you right now. Theo, thank you again for being with us. Now, tell me, how often are you out there skating these days? I go to the rink like four days a week. Four days a week. Which ones are you hitting up? Uh, Mostly Rivergate Skating in Gillettesville, Tennessee. How'd you get into it? Well, I first started off when I was young uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, but when I moved up here um, in Nashville, I started going like three years ago. And it was like a piece of happiness place. So I just started going. I wanted, and wanted to elevate in the skating skill. Have you? Yes, I have. <laughs> what, are some of your, what are some of the moves you've mastered? Uh, right leg pivot, left leg pivot, um, skating backwards, mm-hmm. super fast. Now, you said something. You said about... You know, it's like this piece of happiness. And that's all the guests today have talked about that. Like the skating community is something that really brings people together. Talk to me about that vibe you feel when you're out there at Rivergate skating and you feel that happiness. What's that like for you? Yeah, it's like, so it's like an eternal, internal um, happiness, but it's also outside. So the Rivergate already gives off a family skate rink. It's nothing too explicit. Like the music is friendly for everyone everyone comes out so when you get when you create that vibe for everyone it creates a place where i can go by myself and still enjoy my enjoy my time Mm -hmm. now you mentioned you're from memphis so how does the skating scene in nashville compare um so memphis is more like a i say more fast rolling nashville's more freestyle since a lot of people from all over like United States to stay in Nashville, but Memphis is more like homegrown people. So I would say Memphis is more like um, hip hop only rap more. And then Nashville, you have your different type of vibes like pop, hip hop, rock star, all type of vibes. Mm-hmm. Now, w- would you say it's an inclusive community, Loren? 
Absolutely. It's one of the most, one of the things that I've stand by is that the skate community has been carried by BIPOC and queer peoples throughout, like kind of throughout perpetuity, throughout the time. It is incredibly inclusive and inviting in that same space. So. Mm. Now, now, Kara, what does it mean to you to be a part of, of a community who are folks from different backgrounds, yet they come together for this activity that they love? It feels good. It feels good. Um, part of, so I'm a big extrovert. So part of me getting into skating was the community. Um, and I used to co-organize a group called Community and Bowls, the Nashville chapter of it. Um, and it's just like welcome everybody and we all get together and we cheer each other on and teach each other new skills. And it's just, um, I just love meeting new people and, you know, especially people of different walks of life. Mm -hmm. Learned so much. Yeah. You learned so much from other folks. Heather, I see you nodding. Oh, yeah. Um, well, that uh, was a big thing with Kara. Uh, I used to be a part of that group as well. We, you know, that was one of my favorite parts of going was, you know, the skate park can be intimidating uh, to some people. I mean, the skateboarders are really nice. I mean, everybody's pretty nice. But when you're starting out and you don't know people. They're a little like, intense. Yeah, they're, they can be intense. And it's a little intimidating. And a lot of us were, a lot of us like sat in our cars and cried before we would go in. <laughs> we just got so worked up and scared. Because, you know, it's odd. And you're trying new things. And when you're just starting out, I mean, you can't help but look a little silly. That's one of the things you just have to get over when you start skating. Is It's going to look weird till it looks good. Yeah. It's pretty much it. But, you know, everybody banding together, like there was solidarity there and everybody made you feel good about even the little things you're doing. It's like Kara, like I would just stop on my toe stop. She would just do the tiniest little thing and she would make me feel like I just like, you know, stopped at the top of the half pipe and jumped in. Like, <laughs> but that's kind of the thing you need, I feel like when you're starting out is you need people uh, to make you feel comfortable and, or you maybe don't need it, but it's helpful. It really helps a lot making you comfortable having support there and, mm. you know, a good community and making friends. It's, it's all part of it. Encouragement and support goes a long way with yes, anything that we are doing now. Look, I know that roller skating, it takes equipment, more equipment than other than skates. It can be really expensive. What, what advice do y'all have for folks who maybe not don't have the resources to get all the gear, but are interested in getting into roller skating? Well, I would say uh, secondhand is a great way to start. If you mm -hmm. don't want to invest a ton of money into skates, just keep an eye on a Facebook marketplace. Uh, things like that are a good place. Uh, Skate Nashville, we recently just got some skates, sizes uh, six through nine, Impala roller skates for people that might not want to invest in a pair and want to try them out at our meetups. So we do have a small skate library that's available if they need it. But uh, otherwise, yeah, I would just maybe see if somebody can lend you a pair. A lot of roller skaters have multiple pairs because we're all obsessed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so just ask your roller skating friends to help you out. Or like I said, find a cheap pair or come to our meetups and try a pair on and, you know, join the fun. And then, now, Loren, you and Cara are doing some pretty intense skating, trail skating, mm -hmm. and you're doing tricks. What type of gear do you need for that outside of the skates? Obviously, the safety gear, knee pads, wrist Absolutely. pads, helmets, the, the, the stamp, 
helmet. Yeah, we were just discussing. I was like, I think I need a new helmet. I think I need a helmet. <laughs> I should get a helmet. Uh, and but also, you'll typically would like to have like wider trucks, uh, grind blocks, and or uh, stall blocks, depending on what you are. And then really good. A really good toe stop is helpful because what you're sliding on, the material of what you slide on is going to be a little different. Mm -hmm. So it'll help you get up the ramp, it'll help you get down. If you're stopping on wood, if you're stopping on concrete, you want to get a proper toe stop. It's very helpful. Now, looking at the grand Mm -hmm. scheme of all this, you know, Theo, your friend Charles was on earlier, and he mentioned how, like, old school likes to learn from the new school and vice versa. So have you learned anything from your fellow skaters? Yes, I have. I learned from everyone. When I first came to the skating, I mean, like you said, like um, like the other lady that's on here, um, she said you intimidated, you're scared, you're looking at the other skaters. That's kind of how you learn, actually. Like you're trying to copy them or do what they kind of do, and then until you get it. And that's what I do. Like I learn from them, and they learn from me. I just feed off each other. So you're heading there. You've been at it for a few years to the point where you're there four days out of the week. Are you bringing family and friends into our skating community? Are you telling them, hey, if you want to hang out with me, you got to show up at Rivergate? Definitely. I post my videos on Instagram all the time, and then people hit me up like, you got to teach me how to skate. I'm like, yeah, Rivergate. I tell them the days, the top, and everything. They show up, too. Mm-hmm. And they be ready to skate, and they just look silly, but I tell them, you got to get over that. The silly phase is going to happen. That's what come with learning. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, Hearing about this wonderful community has been great, but I'm interested in where, where you all see the future and where you would like it to go here with the community. Kara? Uh, I obviously want to see more people dropping into half pipes and doing some more extreme stuff. Um, I always ha- love having people with me because uh, so like when you're skating in the skate park, it's very like you focus on what you're doing. You don't think about anything else. Like if you think about other things you're going to crash but then when you're in between doing tricks and stuff like having people there to talk about and bounce ideas off of and i saw this trick on instagram i want to try this and like having more people to skate with at the skate parks would be amazing all right now before we go only a couple seconds left i would love to hear everyone's favorite roller skating song Heather, what's yours oh there's too many one that i ask for a lot is oh sheila Oh, Sheila, am I ready for the world? Yes, exactly. That's a good skate song. I know the song. I know the song. Loren. Uh, the song I've been skating to most recently has been Limp Biscuit Dad Vibes. It's hilarious, and <laughs> okay. I'm just going to do it forever. Okay, Cara? <laughs> Nostalgia one. Uh, let me see that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Tootsie Roll. And Theo, what's your favorite song to skate to? I think it'll be Trains and Trios, like Up the Music. All right. I want to thank all of you all so much. Roller skater Cara Robin, Loren Fernandez, Heather Frazier, who's co-administrator of Skate Nashville, and Theo Evans, a new school rink skater. Thanks you all for being on the show today and enjoy the summer of skating. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And thanks to you for tuning in this hour. This is Nashville as a production of WPLN News and Nashville Public Radio. Today's episode was produced by our senior producers, Steve Harouche and Elizabeth Burt. Our digital lead is Anna Geigos Cannon. Michaela Elias is our technical director. Our executive producer is Andrea Tuthope. The masterminds behind our theme music are LaRange and Namir Blade. You can listen back at thisisnashville.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And the conversation doesn't end here. Tweet us at This Is Nashville. Find us on Instagram and tell us what you want from our show by filling out our quick survey online. This is Nashville. I'm Khalil Lake Alona. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. 
and be good to each other.